Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Preseason football about to come to a close, but you know what? We've talked enough about the preseason already. Time to set our sights on the regular season, coming just about two weeks away for the Buffalo Bills. And of course, high expectations for fans across the country And those high expectations are not limited just to the fans, but also the content creator community coming together. And this is a very special podcast this week. Uh, Each and every year, I like to go through and and make my own predictions for the win-loss record for the Buffalo Bills. But with that being said, what fun is that, right, of just sharing my own thoughts? I think it's great to, to bring the community together and talk to some of these other guys out there that really do a great job and you know, covering the bills, providing content for fans out there. And I think you all know we've got a pretty tight-knit community, whether you're part of the team here at Buffalo Rumblings or maybe work with one of the other great outlets in the community. So for us in this episode, I've got some special guests coming in. They've recorded some of their own takes on what the Bills' win-loss record will be this season. Uh, and certainly what you know, games, what certain things that they've really got their eye on kind of where their expectations are coming into this, and maybe even what game they're looking forward to the most. So some of these guests uh, I'm sure you've heard from before. Maybe you are not, and this gives you an opportunity to get a glimpse into their content and and give them a listen. But of course, we will have Joe Miller from Buffalo Rumblings, the co-host of the Hump Day Hotline and the host of the Overreaction podcast. Joe is uh, jumping in, and he's going to share his takes Of course, we also have Jay Spence, the King. You know him from the Chop Up, the Code of Conduct, and a co-host of the Hump Day Hotline as well. And Jay Spence is stopping in to share his thoughts. Uh, We have a dual segment coming from our friends Aaron Quinn and Greg Tomset over at Cover One. Uh, They're kind of tag teaming this and jumping in with their thoughts. Also from Cover One, Furrow Sterling, one of my favorite listens out there. And if you guys are not following Sterling, You want to make sure that you give him a listen and you hit him up on social media as well. And then bringing things home for us is Bruce Nolan, host of the Bruce Exclusive, and of course, the brand new co-host of Food for Thought. Everybody's going to bring you their thoughts. Then I'll wrap things up at the end. Of course, you can hit me in the comments section right here at buffalorumblings.com or find me on Twitter at AnthMarino. Let me know how you think the team is going to do this season. But Without any further ado, I'm going to shut up for a little bit. I'm going to let you hear from these guys because I'm so grateful for them that they're spending the time and sharing their thoughts with you. And then at the end of the podcast, I'll give you my thoughts as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. And up first, we've got Joe Miller, the host of the Overreaction podcast right here at buffalorumblings.com. 
What is up, everybody? Joe Miller, the voice of the Overreaction Post Game Show on the Buffalo Rumblings Multicast Network. I come to you live every post game, Sundays, 9 o'clock live on YouTube. So good to be asked to be a part of, uh, of, of this episode of Anthony Marino's podcast, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. As far as season predictions go, when I look at what the Buffalo Bills have going on, when I think about just who this team is, this offense, if it can return to a top five offense, if this defense can find its its 2019 form, which I believe with the additions of Greg Rousseau and F.A. Obata, that this, this and even the A.J. Epinesa kind of coming into his own, I think there's a great opportunity for this defense to find its legs and be top five again. If that happens, I've got this Buffalo Bills squad being 13-4 and four easily, if not 14-3, and three, coupled with what I would consider a relatively easy schedule. And the mo- the game that I'm looking forward to the most is clearly going to be Week 5, October 10th, against the Kansas City Chiefs. Why? The reason is simple. That is the bar. The Kansas City Chiefs are the bar. We are not the hunted. We are still the hunter. Why are we the hunter? Because we have not yet made the Super Bowl. We have to get past the Kansas City Chiefs. So for me, that is where the bar will be set. We will get a great measuring stick on exactly who this football team is, how far they've come, and how much further we've got to go before we can potentially truly contend for a Super Bowl, which, in my opinion, can be in 2021. So for me, October 10th, Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City, Missouri. That is the game I'm looking forward to the most. Ladies and gentlemen, go Bills. So it's your boy, Jay Spence, the King. Anthony, thank you so much for inviting me to do this. It is an absolute pleasure to uh, be included in such a prestigious group of content creators and and analysts and journalists. So thank you. My prediction for the Bills this year, man, I've, I've, I've been saying this all along. I think they're still going to basically do the same thing. But with the additional game, we're going to add an additional win. So I'm going with 14 and three. I think The Buffalo Bills have absolutely set themselves up for a long-term type of success. And I know New England fans are excited about their quarterback, the rookie that is going to beat out Cam, it sounds like. Um, And I know the Jets are excited about their rookie. And I know Miami's excited about their, you know, third-year or second-year guy now. I get it. We're all excited. But the thing is, the Buffalo Bills truly do have the best roster in the division. So the division is ours. We're not losing the division again. And then on top of that, I know you can't quite say that the schedule is easier or harder because teams change every single year. But based off of what we saw last year with the schedule, I do believe that the Buffalo Bills have a slightly easier schedule. We're not playing as many teams with as many good quarterbacks and as many great defenses. So hopefully, you know, the Buffalo Bills can kind of just breeze through the season. No injuries. We stayed fairly healthy last year. I am hoping and praying that that is something that is consistent again this year. I'm also hoping that Starla Tulele is returning to form as far as everything that he does, but it looks like he lost some weight. It looks like he kind of added some muscle and, and he looks quick. So I'm hoping that his statistics actually improve as well instead of just helping others around him be better. So I'm hoping to see an improvement out of Ed Oliver and Tremaine Edmonds on defense. So I think if the defense can return to form of the 2019 season as opposed to the 20 season, I think if we can be a top seven defense, I think that year, if I'm not mistaken, I think we were fourth 
But if we can return to a, a seventh defense and have our offense be nearly as successful as it was last year, it doesn't even have to be as good. But if our offense can, can be close to that and we can add a defensive game the way we had a couple of years ago, I think this team will be unstoppable. The only area of concern for me, and I know everybody who listens to my show and everybody who watches the Hump Day Hotline with myself and Joe, I know everybody's tired of me saying it. Everybody's tired of me tweeting it. The only area that I think the Buffalo Bills may miss anybody this year is in the special teams when it comes to Andre Roberts being gone. Isaiah McKenzie is now down with an injury. We brought in Sims. It doesn't look like Stevenson is quite as healthy yet either. Um, I know he was in good spirits the other day at practice, but it doesn't look as if he's quite ready to take on that role. So the team had to bring in somebody elsewhere. I still don't think, because here's my thing. If Sims was as good as Andre Roberts, he wouldn't have got he wouldn't have got cut. If Isaiah McKenzie was as good as Andre Roberts, it wouldn't be a competition. When Andre Roberts was on this roster, we knew who was returning the punts. We knew who was returning the kickoffs. And we knew that we would have good field position because of it. Now it's a question mark. If Isaiah McKenzie proves me wrong, I will gladly be wrong about this. And I will gladly apologize publicly to everybody who ever said that I would be wrong about this. But I truly believe that special teams is that important. And I truly believe that Andre Roberts is that good. And it hurts my heart. It breaks my heart to see the contract that he signed in Houston, knowing that the Buffalo Bills could have retained him with that type of contract, with that type of production. I just think he's elite when it comes to that. So all in all, I think the Buffalo Bills will be 14 and three. I think we're going to take the division. And I do think this is the year for the Super Bowl. I think this is the year for the Super Bowl. And because of that, my most anticipated game is when we go up against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think this is the year that Josh Allen actually takes down. You know, I don't want to say his his nemesis because I don't think it's built. The NFL isn't built like it used to be where these guys hate each other and these guys resent each other. I think everybody's typically likes each other with the with the exception of a couple guys and a couple teams. I don't think the Bills and Chiefs hate each other. That's not the type of energy that I see on the film. That's not the type of way it feels at the games. I just think that they're the two best teams in the AFC, so it's competition. So when I look at this, I think this is the year that Josh Allen gets over the hump. Last season, we got beat bad by them twice. The first game, Josh was injured. Second game, not so much, but the rest of the team was beat up. I think this year is the year that we do it, and I'm looking forward to... Josh Allen proving everybody wrong. I'm looking forward to Josh Allen doing everything that everyone said he couldn't do and being consistent with it. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to me. Anthony, thank you so much for having me. Please, please follow me on Twitter at jspencetheking. You can find the Code of Conduct every Tuesday night live on YouTube, and it's going to be released that next morning at 8 a.m. on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. So please uh, join me. Please you know, listen, this upcoming week, I do have my man, the mill, the real Mike Robb joining me for the code of conduct. That episode is actually airing live Monday night. So this is the last night for Monday. But again, thank you so much for having me. Go Bills. Hey, it's Greg and Aaron from the Cover One Buffalo podcast, giving our season project predictions here. Uh, I'll go ahead and start, Greg, and then I'll pass it over to you. I like it. I am very excited for the season, and when I do predictions, I really just go based off of sort of how I see these teams matching up on paper, not a lot of the variables uh, stumbling along the way. So on paper, I see this as a 14-3 and uh, uh, record for the Bills. I think that they're better and will be 
the favorite in the 14 games that I'm picking them to win. And the three that I'm picking in, picking them to lose are the Kansas City Chiefs, Tennessee Titans, and the Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think they'll be favored in any of those games or it'll be tight with Tennessee. Uh, and until they beat those teams in those spots, uh, I just can't pick the Bills to win those games. So I'm having them at 14 and three. Uh, they might drop one of the last ones if they're running away with the division and end up losing some backups. But the game I'm probably most looking forward to, I think it's the easiest one for me, is the Kansas City. It's a measuring stick game. It, that's the hurdle for this team to get over. And that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. How about yeah. you, man? How crazy is it that, you know, I'm going to predict super similar to last year, you know, starting 4-0 and and then going into back-to-back games against the Chiefs and the Titans. Uh, last year they dropped those games. Uh, I, I think it's possible both are on the road, both primetime games. I have the team going 13-4. and I have those four losses being, you know, two tough ones, like two out of the three you mentioned with the Chiefs, the Titans, the Buccaneers. Probably one surprise one we're not expecting, like the Hail Mary game last year. You know, that could that be the Steelers? Could it be the, the Washington football team? Could it be, a, you know, maybe the Panthers end up better than we think or the Colts end up pulling things together later on in the year? And then, you know, if we lose two of those tough games, do we really have the first seed and bye week and play? And does that last game of the year matter? Uh, could that be a game that we drop? So that's where I have it at 13 and four. I think it's awesome that we're in a spot where we're debating three or four losses in, in this kind of situation. I think we're going to have several winning streaks during the year. We've got a lot of very manageable, winnable stretches over there. Um, you know, I know we talked off camera that, you know, last year we went six and zero in the division. Is that something that they be they'll tough. be favored there? But that's tough to do back to back years. When I think all three teams got better, so um, overall a lot of fun. Really looking forward to a great season. But I have them at thirteen and four. Aaron's got them at fourteen and three. And either uh, way, we got them going, winning the Super Bowl. So absolutely, right? absolutely. Yeah. So we're still looking at a lot of wins, an awesome season, Super Bowl champions. Can't wait to see it. But thank you guys. I hope you guys enjoy the predictions from everybody else. But on behalf of Cover One Buffalo, we are out. My name is Sterling and I'm the host of the Hoof Podcast live on YouTube on Tuesday nights. I am part of the Cover One Network. And one of the things that I'm excited about this Bill season is for one, uh, how are they going to handle adversity? Um, weeks five through nine, we see the Bills have four of five games on the road. It's going to be a big test. I think anytime you're going into an imposing team stadium, uh, with high expectations as this Bills team does, you're going to face some challenges. So how will the defense fare? How will Josh Allen uh, rally the troops? And I would say the most game, the, the game that I'm looking forward to the most will be the Tampa Bay game. Not from a um, aspect of it might be an opponent that the Bills may see uh, if they make the Super Bowl, but just the psyche of Josh Allen this year is something I'm going to be watching very closely. Having him going up against Tom Brady, uh, one of his childhood idols, uh, you know, and it's Josh's kind of his career has kind of flipped the script, if you will, uh, when he saw him in New England a few years ago. Uh, if you guys recall that Buffalo game where during Josh's rookie season, he just had a really hard time. So I want to see the the mental aspect the preparation of Josh Allen going into that Tampa game it's on the road you know Tampa coming off that Super Bowl victory and I think these are two of the best teams in the league so that's gonna be more than the Kansas City game that's gonna be the game that I'm looking forward to the most for overall season prediction record wise I'm gonna say the Bills finish the season uh 13 and 4 
Uh, they're probably going to lose to Kansas City. We might lose one to Tennessee. And then, you know, there's always, it's any given Sunday, so there's always two games I'm going to have as a, as a flip. You know, they could just not be on their best day uh, because there's so much parity in this league. But uh, thank you so much for having me on, and you can find me uh, on Twitter at Furrow Sterling. Again, that's on Twitter at Furrow Sterling. It's Bruce Nolan from the Bruce Exclusive Podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network and Food for Thought on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network on Friday evenings with Nate Geary. When Anthony initially approached me and said, hey, let's talk about Bill's season record prediction, I immediately cringed and went, oh, I hate prognostication. But you know what? This is for you, Anthony. My prediction for the Buffalo Bills for 2021 at this present moment in time, that's right, I get to hedge because a lot can happen between now and the beginning of the season, is 13 wins and four losses. What I did was I took the 2020 Buffalo Bills record at 13-3, and and I made some modifications to it based on some variables that could potentially impact the 2021 version of the team. The first is that sweeping your division is very uncommon. It's not something that happens very often, and the Bills were able to sweep the division in 2020, going 6-0. and However, in 2021, all of those teams, on paper at least, appear to have improved. Part of that comes from the fact that they got rid of Adam Gase in the Jets' case. Part of that comes from the fact that they have a second-year quarterback in the Miami Dolphins' case. And part of that comes from the fact that they will be getting a lot of people back from the COVID-19 reserve list and the opt-out list in the case of the New England Patriots. So the competition is better. In addition to that, I think that a level of compression needs to take place when it comes to records in the NFL simply due to the variability that occurs anytime you have a season that takes place during a COVID-19 impacted year. We have already begun to see certain teams who have had their rosters modified by not getting the practice time, by having people missing for weeks. If this happens to key players over the course of the regular season, that can swing a team's record up a few games or down a few games. And there is a certain amount of randomness that comes along with that. So I think that there's some record prediction compression that goes on with that. So the two main factors come from an improved AFC East and a dash of variability. The Bills still end up really good, 13-4. and four. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you again. And let me just give a shout out to Bruce Nolan, Furrow Sterling, Greg Thompson, Aaron Quinn, Jay Spence the King, Joe Miller. I appreciate you guys taking the time and, and sharing your thoughts and your predictions for the upcoming season. Now, as I take a step back, right, and making my own prediction uh, for the Bills record this season, I'll be honest with you guys, I did not listen to anyone else's yet. I did not want to be swayed in any way, shape, or form with what some of these other fantastic content creators put together. Um, but I did take the time to go through the schedule week by week. And, you know, you look at these 17 games and what you're most looking forward to and how you think the team will do. And I, I guess as I step back, as I say, what I'm looking forward to the most this season, right, is going to be week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I get that that may be um, definitely a, a little bit of a, an obvious answer for folks, right, when you talk about opening day. But I think when you talk about, right, the 
just think the the state of the the country and the pandemic and fans coming back to Highmark Stadium. And I realized there were some fans there last year for the playoffs, those that were fortunate enough to be there. But when you talk about Highmark being at capacity and for the Bills to open the season uh, against a good Pittsburgh Steelers team, right, that will be a formidable test right off the jump, if I'm being honest, right, that is the game I am most looking forward to more than anything else. And there's plenty others on the schedule. The return of Ryan Fitzpatrick coming to Buffalo. Of course, any games against the Patriots and the Dolphins and the Jets uh, always provide, right, some excitement when you talk about AFC East matchups. Um, then you've got the Titans. You've got the Chiefs. Uh, you get the chance to to play the Colts again, who obviously, uh, you know, formidable test in the playoffs last year. The Jaguars, all of these pieces you can look through and certainly be excited about games on the schedule. But there is nothing like week one of the NFL season for me, right? You think of the offseason, the mock drafts, free agency, OTAs, mini camp, training camp, all of these coming together to finally be here and for the Bills to be opening at home and to be opening at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers, for me, there is nothing more that I am looking forward to. Now, as I go through with this and you talk about the Bills' prediction for their record this season, uh, I am going to be honest. I am uh, I am looking forward to this one. Um, unlike my good friend uh, Bruce Nolan, who hates to do these, um, and he did in this situation, as he has reminded me a few times, um, I always have a sense of optimism when it comes to the Bills and when it comes to the season and what they are able to do. Uh, so when I make my prediction this time, I do not take it lightly. It is something that I look at, and as I go through, uh, I try to have it be realistic. Um, and as I go through the schedule this season, I only see two games where the Buffalo Bills uh, are going to be an underdog. That is the game against the Chiefs, and it is also the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I'm not going to take you through week by week because that would take too long, and I'm trying to make this a limited segment. Um, but as I go through with this, I have the Bills finishing the season with a 16-1 record. Now, of course, there are other circumstances that can play out because of COVID-19 and what that could all be, but I'm just going to keep it strictly to football at this point. And as I go through with this entire schedule, I have the Bills going undefeated, up until they take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on December 12th. Traveling down to Tampa Bay, um, relatively short week for them after facing the Patriots the week before. I go through with this and I look at it and I'll just say to myself, like, okay, I, I try to be optimistic yet realistic. And you're probably sitting there looking at your, your speaker, your phone, or wherever you are listening to this podcast and thinking 16 and 1, you're a bit crazy, man. But you know what? As we go through this, um, I do look at it. And as I said before, the Bills are only going to be underdogs in two games this season. I still do tend to think that the Chiefs get the better of the Bills in this situation. Um, I don't know why, but it's just as I go through, that is my hunch at this time. Maybe it's the Andy Reid versus Sean McDermott piece. Um, you know, the, the mentor and the mentee and can Sean McDermott get over that hype yet or that um that that hump yet, I guess I should say. But uh, as I go through, I am going to go out on a limb and say a 16-1 and record for the Bills this season. 
And uh, of course, I'm curious to hear what you guys think. So again, thank you to everybody that participated in this, to agreeing to be a part of it. Uh, for all of you listening, like I said, make sure you hit us up in the comments section at buffalorumblings.com. Find me on Twitter at Ant Marino. I always appreciate you guys tuning in, all of the support for everything we do here at buffalorumblings.com. I'm going to head out of here for now, but as always, go Bills. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.